Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Promo Kitchen Podcast. PK Podcast is a community-inspired conversation featuring guest suppliers, distributors, and service providers discussing insights into the $17 billion promotional products business. I'm Bobby Leehu. I'm joined by my friends, fellow chefs, and co-hosts, Mark Graham, president of Right Sleeve and CEO of Common Skew, and Danny Rosen, co-owner and president of Brand Fuel Promotions. Uh, it's good to talk to you guys. And Danny is actually in an airport, the wonder of technology. He's in, in an airport coming, uh, heading back from the ASI Orlando show. Yeah, doing it, doing it for the, uh, for the industry, trying to find the newest, hottest, bestest and start the year off right. Uh, Danny, you, we were talking before we got on the air, you were expressing how high the optimism was there and that uh, was a good turnout, no? Yeah, turnout was great. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, in comparison to the, uh, the small window between um, Orlando and Vegas, the turnout was incredible, and I thought the people were there. The uh, energy levels were high, great product on the floor, um, and it was a super, super turnout. Of course, the weather didn't too bad either. You met your team, most of your team there, right? You guys kind of convened there this year? Yeah, so we're, you know, we're Charlotte, Raleigh, and Norfolk, and, um, and so we take our entire sales team to Orlando just because of the... Uh, the travel to Vegas is so painful for us, and it ends up being a great show for us. A little smaller, um, but I think the intimate uh, setting like that is really good for, for our team. Cool, cool. So, Danny, did you did you feel uh, or how, how many more attendees were in Orlando this year compared to last? You know, Mark, I didn't ca- yeah, I didn't count, but uh, I, I would say it felt like a good uh, fifteen or twenty percent more. The floor, the floor was full for the most part, which was frustrating in in a way, um, but I love to see it. Um, for whatever reason, people still love to drive those little buggies around and carry these massive carts of of catalogs wherever they go. <laughs> I still don't get that, but I think that would have freed up some space. But beyond that, it was I'd say ten or twenty percent. You guys, right. are gonna, you guys are going to laugh at me, but I, there's a game I play at Vegas every year in my own head. It's uh, uh, I try to walk around the uh, PPAI Expo and not carry anything. And the vendor that wins, that actually makes me carry a printed piece of something that they printed, I, that's, it's, they should get an award because mm-hmm. I just absolutely won't, won't uh, physically carry anything anymore. Walks too many aisles. Yeah, great game. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> So today, uh, let's let's get right into the program. Today, um, we are uh, this this is a little awkward because full disclosure, we're actually interviewing Mark Graham. And How awkward is that? It's it's awkward. You know, it's it's fun in a way because we're great friends, and full disclosure, we're great friends, and also at times, if people observe, bitter enemies. And uh, so this is going to be kind of interesting because not only do I get to interview you, I get to skewer you. And, 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 and cool that we have Danny on the call because he's the right guy to help roast somebody. Yeah, Look tell at- me about it. <laughs> so for, if my, you- my, my, my seat is already at about uh, 275 degrees Celsius, you know, judging by oven temperatures. So it's, right. it's getting pretty toasty right now. Right. Most folks yeah. know, know Mark. Um, if you've tuned in for the first time, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of an intro about Mark. Mark is the CEO of Common Skew. He's the founder of Right Sleeve. And uh, Mark has received numerous accolades in the industry, uh, including, and outside of the industry, outside of the industry, the national winner of the Dell Small Business Excellence Award, Award, um, what in 2011 was named Distributor Entrepreneur of the Year. 
by ASI, and of course, has been on other ones. Those are a couple of the biggies, and there's been uh, he, he has gotten really uh, excellent press as a distributor in some large magazines and, and newspapers uh, in Canada. So it's it's pretty cool. If uh, I didn't know you so well, Mark, I would actually say it's an honor to have you on the program. <laughs> Oh, it's about three twenty-five <laughs> Celsius right now. <laughs> so what, what what's funny is that, Bobby. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's funny is people are going to think uh, we've actually been talking about this off and on for a year and a half. And and uh, as much as Mark likes the attention, uh, he doesn't actually seek it. So he's been delaying this interview for a long time. And I finally shot him an email and said, "Hey, let's do this thing. We need to talk about right sleep. We need to talk about common skew." We need to know more about how you built your business, and we, we just want to know the details. So as is our custom, we are trying to talk to the smartest and brightest people in our industry, and it's been our fortunate experience so far to be able to do that. And so here we go, Mark. Uh, and Danny, feel free to jump in at any time. Since Danny's at the airport, you might hear him um, kind of in and out with his, his phone, so you'll hear him, you, you'll, you'll hear him jump in, a uh, little background noise, but it's not bad considering you're in an airport. And I'm here for you. And uh, and Mark, I, I think I wanted to add one more thing to what Bobby had said about your uh, your little intro there. I, I think one thing that's really impressive about what you've done is, is your relationship with your business partner and, and your wife, Catherine, and how you guys really balance each other out. And I, I know she, uh, she she hangs behind the scenes a lot, but you guys are a, a tremendous dynamic duo, and she, she has brought um, a tremendous amount of value into the industry with she does as well, and and you both represent the uh, industry so so well. So thanks for doing that. Thank you. Yeah, there's no question that uh, that that without having someone like Catherine in my life and also in business, it would be hard to imagine um, having achieved really anything. So uh, certainly a shout out to to her. <laughs> there's lots of people that uh, uh, can't fathom how she can work with me, but uh, she 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 makes it happen. <laughs> Well, Mark, um, many people are going to assume that I know the intricate detail, details of Common Skew because we've known each other so well, and I don't. I know I've seen iterations of it um, through the past couple of years, um, but so I'm so a lot of my questions are going to be just honest, genuine questions that I would like to know. But first, can you give us a little background on why you started Common Skew and how that emerged out of your experience as a distributor with Rice Leaf? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So. I and you know I'm actually going to take this back to almost three years ago, Bobby, when you and I first met in person. It was I think about three expos ago. Yep. And I remember you and I were having lunch at I think the Raffles Cafe, and we were talking about uh, business management platforms, and we were just talking about our uh, common mutual frustrations that we were share that we shared within the industry as it related to CRM order management and um and then I started to tell you about how we had developed this system for our business at Right Sleeve at the time and we we started this in around 2005 we built this custom system and I remember you saying to me you know Mark that sounds like something you should license and commercialize to other people in the industry. That sounds pretty cool. Have you thought about that? And I said, ah, Bobby, I don't really want to do that. I don't know if, if that would be entirely successful. But I must admit, I must admit that as I left that lunch, 
you, Mr. Lee Hu, were one of the people that actually put a bug in my mind about this being a potentially good idea to uh, to pursue. So that, that that's a little bit of background for you, Bobby. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, I, I don't remember that at all. But I I will. Uh, the royalty check surely should be coming soon. Well, absolutely. I, I was about to say that, that there'll be a couple cents that will be mailed to you, you know, next week. But um, a, a, anyways, in yeah. order to answer your question, yeah. um, so Common Skew is what we define as a, as a next generation CRM order management and social collaboration tool for the promotional products industry. And it really came out of our experience in having built our own software system uh, for right sleeve to run right sleeve, and we had had so much. Um, the experience had been very positive for us. I mean, it had been a long, arduous process to build the platform at the time, but the efficiencies it gave us um, really gave us a lot of. Uh, um, it really excited us because we saw all of the new things that we could do with having a complete end-to-end integrated system to run our business, and when we. We built the platform really in response to the fact that there wasn't anything out there in the industry that, in our opinion, really met our standards. Um, that's not to say our standards are low or high. It just is that what we were looking for, we couldn't find in the industry, and we couldn't find it outside the industry. And we also had an internal um, software and design staff that was building this application for us internally. And so we we thought, well, why don't we why don't we try and apply our experience to being a distributor uh, and 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 apply the fact that we understand the pain points to developing a system that other like-minded people um, might be able to wrap arms around. So that's really the genesis of of Common Skew. It came out of our out of our business at Right Sleeve. And what was interesting when we started to market it that we were speaking to other distributors that were relieved that we could speak their language. And a lot of people were saying, well, um, when we look for software, a lot of providers don't really understand what it's like to run a promotional products business. So it's nice to speak to someone that actually understands that we deal with all of these different suppliers and, and so on and so forth. What were some of those specific pain points that you as a distributor wanted to resolve? Because I'm, I'd like to hear, on, on being on the side, before you developed the software, what were some of those things that, you, that were those we'd like to have, and why don't we? What were yeah. some of those, those problems? So uh, there, uh, there were a few that, that, that immediately came to mind. So the, the first of which was having um, a system that operated entirely in the cloud. Um, and the reason for and, and the reason why this was important for us is that we had uh, back in the early days it started to run our business on QuickBooks, and QuickBooks maxed out at I think four or five users, and it became very very expensive. I think even beyond that, even if you could do that, to uh, um, to grow your business beyond just a few users. And as our business was starting to grow and scale in the uh, a few years ago, it was very painful to run. Our business on QuickBooks, um, and as we started to max out the number of uh, uh, users, we had to start asking people around the office, "Like, could you get out of the platform?" And if we then went home, um, it was very, very difficult to access the information. So, what I wanted, as someone who was really interested in technology and the web, I wanted to have a system where I could access 
all of my business from profitability to orders to order status to customer notes to all of the things that were critical to me as a salesperson, I wanted to access that anywhere, whether I was traveling, but anywhere that I could access the internet. So uh, number one was universal access via the internet. Um, Number two is having a system that replaced all of the disparate systems that were out there. Um, And what we found is that with order management and CRM, that you had to have these multiple systems um, to manage your business. So in our case, we were using QuickBooks for our CRM, but we were running into the problems that I was telling you about before. And then number two for order management, we'd actually were using um, pre-formatted Excel and Word templates to run order management. And that was great because we had lots of information that we could put on those purchase orders, but there was tons of double entry. We were making mistakes all over the place. And while it was fine when we were a two- to three-person company, it was a complete gong show when we were growing past five, six, seven, eight-plus people. Um, So the order management side was really critical to uh, um, uh, address because with the number of orders that we were starting to deal with, stuff was slipping through the cracks. And, um, And then number three is uh, we as an organization um, had no idea what other people in the organization were working on. So as the business grew, it was harder to keep track of what other salespeople were working on. And as a result, we were working less as a team and more of as just an organization of a bunch of individuals that weren't sharing best practices with one another. And so I kind of saw the, the, the communication side as almost being the whipped cream that I could uh, layer on top of this ice cream sundae that we were creating. And I was thinking, okay, well, if we have CRM and we have order management and the real guts of our business, and we've created that in an end-to-end application, imagine if we could now run the company such that everyone within the organization knew what everyone else was working on then we might have something really cool at play here. And I recognize that was something that no system was working on because there was no such thing as a true end-to-end system that captured all that data. So the end result of that is that our system back in the day, and it's even extended through to what we have right now with CommonSKU, is that the businesses really run like how one might interact on Facebook. So now every, all of our key business uh, data is now served up in a news feed that every salesperson within the organization and every colleague within the organization can see, they can comment on it, they can share the information with other people internally. So it makes the entire company work as a, as a team, which has been thrilling for us. Yeah, so real-time information being shared in full transparency with everyone yep. in the organization that has access which is everybody. And then yep. uh, what is, uh, talk a little bit about that Facebook UI because um, that is probably one of the most distinguishing features. One of, probably many, but they're one of the most distinguishing features. If you've been on Facebook, you can use this operating system. And most operating systems are very cumbersome when you first get on to try and, and use them. Yeah, so I think for, for me, I was probably like a lot of people in the industry by the social media revolution. 
okay there, Bobby? You having a heart attack? Or? No, <laughs> no, you cut out. I was doing fine. I think okay. you cut out. Okay, go ahead. Maybe it's Danny. Danny, you okay there? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I'm on mute. I swear it's not me, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what, what I was going to say there is that um, social me- I was really fascinated by what social media represented for us as an industry back in it was probably around 2006 that I first got onto Facebook. And then from there, it was blogging and YouTube and then ultimately Twitter. But to get back to Facebook, I was so fascinated by the newsfeed and, and how the newsfeed really opened up relationships between close friends and friends that weren't so close, but people that you just knew in your life. And I was fascinated about how all of this information that at one point might have lived in, in, in separate silos was now coming together in this chronology of events in this really simple user interface that allowed people to engage in content that before was all over the place or was kind of trapped in silos. Um, so the fact that I could meet up with an old high school friend was really interesting to me and I could see that he was now doing such and such or that I could now connect with members of my family and I could see photographs. Like that was just fascinating to me as to how that completely changed how we communicated with one another, like almost overnight. Hmm. Danny, and, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Danny, before we lose Danny, because he's going to have to hop on a plane. Danny, you, I, you guys are common skew users, correct? Correct. That is correct. What, um, what are some of the distinguishing factors for you? What, what, uh, what have you guys gained by being common skew uh, users? Yeah, so we were uh, early adopters, if you will, and um, and that provided an opportunity for us to help uh, Common Skew and Right Sleeve um, fine tune the uh, product a little bit more from a different distributor's perspective. We've got multiple offices, a lot of uh, people and layers in management, and so I think that was really exciting for us. But everything that Mark said about the challenges that uh, they had at Right Sleeve, we were having similar challenges with. I mean, I, I remember some of our salespeople. They begging and pleading for two and three monitors because they had an Excel spreadsheet open and then our dashboard that we had built and ESP was open and, yeah. and CRM and Epicor. It was just like, gosh, you know, I, I can't get all this information in. And then there's a whole double entry uh, yeah. part, of, part of the work that was done. So it was a tremendous amount of uh, inefficiency in our business. And since we've gotten on Common SKU, the, uh, the efficiencies have been tremendous. But the point about oversight and transparency, I can't stress enough. Um, you know, the, the fact that a manager, I can look at and see what activities are happening on our sales team and also in some of the administrative uh, departments that I don't even manage on a daily basis. And I can see what they're doing and I can comment just like I would in Facebook to help them and give them some uh, ideas or, um, you know, some insights on how they can be more successful. Um, on a daily basis, this is great because typically, you know, I think individuals are working in silos and they're not having interaction with managers as much. And so that news feed has really been a great thing for us internally as well as externally when uh, suppliers see things uh, in the public feed that uh, that are connected to um, common skew. They, they will offer their ideas. They see exactly what we're working on and they don't see the customer information or any of that. So it's nothing that you've got to be afraid of. The user and our and our people have gotten very comfortable at sharing this data, but the suppliers now are becoming um, a real support structure to our sales team. Uh, we're not relying on each other as much, and so I think that's going to be a helpful thing in the future. And I love the fact that it's in the cloud and that we can be on the road and and uh, and and 
entering orders a lot easier than we were in the past, and that it's connected to Sage. And I think you guys are connecting it to ESP possibly in the future. Is that correct, Mark? Yeah. So uh, absolutely. the 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 thing that we have uh, are the exciting thing about the way the platform has been architected is that it there are multiple connection points into it. Um, so we we started with Sage because they had an excellent API that we were able to access, and we've certainly had some good conversations with the folks over at ASI. And at the end of the day, Common SKU is 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 a is a neutral environment, and if there's an ESP user that wants to be using it and they're comfortable with the ESP data, then we're more than happy to support that. Hey, Mark, yeah. can you speak to that? Uh, Danny brought up a, a point about the vendors. Prior to CommonSKU, really the only time that vendors would interact in the supply chain and in the process was after they'd received a PO or sometimes at the estimating phase when there was a quote. But other than that, they're pretty much left in the dark. This system pretty much opens up the critical supply chain process a lot more, doesn't it? Yeah, so we we were... Um, what, when, one of the things that struck me a couple of years ago that was a, a, a point of frustration is that we'd have suppliers that would come into our office and would be begging for info. Sorry, are you okay there? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Um, you might be typing one of your emails. Or <laughs> I don't know what you're hearing. Is there, is there a hurricane going through there? <laughs> it is Oklahoma. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll start again. So, yes. the, uh, the 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 backdrop to this is that um, I was frustrated when suppliers would come through our office at right sleeve and they would be begging for information from the salespeople about what they were working on at in that critical pre-sale stage. So they would be there asking for uh, information about who they're selling to, what industries they sell to, what projects they have on the go whether the supplier can offer uh, a free spec sample to help land an, an order. And I found the salespeople just didn't either have the information at their fingertips or it just wasn't in the moment enough. And here I was sitting as an owner thinking, this is so unfortunate that we've got a willing supply chain and we have a distributor sales force. And I could speak to only ours um, at the time, we have a distributor sales force that's also very open and wants to share, but the information was not readily available at that point in time to connect the opportunity with the supplier ask. And what I thought about was, we have all this information in our system, in the CRM system, as to what reps are quoting, what presentations they're building what opportunities they're logging, what meetings they're having with their clients. And I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if all of this information could be served up to the suppliers, sanitized, of course, so that as Danny's saying, there's no margin information, there's no client names, none of that stuff is exposed, but rolled up to an industry opportunity or industry level, I should say. Imagine if the supplier knew Let's say I'm Leeds as an example. Let's say of Leeds knew that Mark Graham at Right Sleeve has presented uh, a USB for a client in the financial services industry. Um, and on my end, that might be Citibank, but Leeds doesn't know that. They just know that it's part of the financial services industry. Well, that sales rep, if they know that at that point in time, you can sure as hell believe at least the motivated one is going to call up or they're going to comment and say, what can we do 
to make sure that you're successful in landing that order. And as an owner, I thought, imagine if I could just remove myself from that process and I could connect the salesperson with data they're already entering into the system because they need a system anyhow, and that a supplier could then interact on a much more intimate level and an engaged level with that distributor salesperson. Um, so that was really the idea behind it. It was like this, all this information's in the system. It exists in a silo. Why not serve it up in a way that's meaningful and safe to supply chain partners to bring them closer into the fold? And it's been very interesting. It's a very interesting social experiment so far. Hey, Mark, I have, I have a question for you, or maybe it's a more of a point. Because I remember there was something on the thread, it was a week or two ago, that there was a, um, a distributor in Oregon who was, had a budget, and, they, and he, he basically, I think it was Nate Bailey, he said, I've got a budget, here's what I'm trying to do, here's my customer. He's very transparent and not afraid to share the information, which I thought was great. Um, and some suppliers jumped on, and Russ Mogul was great. He gave a couple of really good ideas for Nate to pitch from his line but I remember I jumped in I said what about this idea and you jumped in and I'm like we're distributors it's not just for vendor suppliers so distributors are helping each other which I think is beautiful yeah that's that's almost that's almost unheard of well and 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 Danny thanks for raising that I think that what what I have learned and and this has been my experience really only in the last couple of years as I've become a lot more involved and engaged in the industry that I going to these shows and conventions, I mean, sure, I've always been friends with suppliers, but in getting to know other distributors like the two of you guys, as well as all the other people that are involved with Promo Kitchen, as well as all the other people that we've met on social media, that this industry is full of some really cooperative and collaborative and helpful people. Yeah. And, 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 Kind of my thought was, sure, I might want to tap into my supplier rep at Leeds because I'm selling a USB. Well, sure, that's, I mean, but that's, that's table stakes. But then I was thinking, well, if I, I'm connected with Danny Rosen, who runs one of the top distributors in the entire United States, and I, and I can have Danny right there as an extension of my business. And sure, Danny's not a sales rep for right sleeve, but... Um, I'm not a sales rep for Brand Fuel, but we're more than happy to help one another out when it comes to ideas. And I thought, well, imagine we could put that into a platform that was Facebook-like, but that kind of conversation doesn't belong on Facebook because I might have my end customer, Citibank, that's sitting there listening to this thread between Danny and I talk about lead skews at net prices that we're trying to negotiate on a deal. Like, that that doesn't belong on Facebook. So, yeah. Um, you know what's funny I, about that, Mark? I, I just I shared a link what last week, Friday, I guess, uh, on Common Skew, and it was a link that um, I I remember thinking this would not its place is not Facebook. It was a, it was an article um, from a I think it was a uh, I forget the, I forget the organization, but it was basically how to select a fulfillment partner, and I remember thinking that is going to be so obscure on Twitter, and it's going to be definitely not welcome on Facebook. And LinkedIn, okay, maybe, but where it fit perfectly was sharing rich industry information with my colleagues, and that's exactly where it, where it landed. And you know what was interesting about that, Bobby? Um, that was a case where I think it was a distributor that was in Vancouver that had posted out on, on the platform and it said, um, does anyone have any experience with this e-commerce platform for running company stores? And it popped up in my newsfeed, and I, I know that distributor in, in, in Vancouver fairly well. And I said, 
you know what, here's my thought, but the guy you really need to talk to is this guy in Oklahoma named Bobby Lehu. And it was cool to be able to add, mention you because then you were able to come together. But I didn't know that the two of you didn't know one another. I, I thought that, Bobby, you were so much a celebrity that you know, everyone knew you in the industry. <laughs> but that was kind of neat that there was this introduction that was happening through this feed and that the two of you guys were able to uh, you know, exchange value. So well, and cool. I, it's cool, unbeknownst to anybody. Um, what, he, what he didn't know is that the platform he asked about, I know um, a couple of successful distributors that are using that exact platform. And though I didn't have the answer, I was able to point him. So this interesting loop closes where there are these three distributors who don't know each, each other at all uh, are connecting and sharing information. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. Um, it's been a trend in the industry. If it's been if, if twenty years ago, it was this way. But it sure does seem as if the industry's gotten more open. And maybe that's my own experience. Um, because I often tell people the best the, the best advice I have for you to get an education in, in the industry is to make friends. And uh, this this just gives you a chance to to do that in a much easier way. Can I put a plug in for uh, for Promo Kitchen here? I think this is a perfect plug for us. Yeah. Um, so with, with what we're doing at Promo Kitchen, uh, I mean, the mentorship aspect, so we're really starting to develop that. Um, that really is sort of a macro version of, of what's happening in, in Common Skew in a way. I mean, we're, we're connecting distributors and distributors. You know, the younger uh, population coming in, the inexperienced ones that need support, um, and we're filling a gap that maybe ASI or PPA aren't right now. I can them with someone who's got some of, some years under their belt, and um, and there's this idea of when you give, you get, right? And uh, and I think there's a lot of beauty in that with respect to what's happening with the Promo Kitchen membership uh, mentorship program. Um, so if you're getting in that in touch with us about that, check the website out promokitchen.com. Yeah. Uh, and 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 then comments here is the same way. I mean, Mark. It's not just saying here's software. Uh, Commons is great. He's connecting people. He's using that social uh, aspect of of what is so I don't know, much a part of like our, our everyday lives, and he's doing it in business in a way that it's not just here's software go sell. I'm going to help you. I'm going to connect you. And and I think once that starts to happen, and Mark gives, he's going to get. And I think that, like you said, I'm seeing it a lot more all around, and and I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, Bobby, you 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 raised a, a point just a couple of minutes ago about the strength of relationships and whether it was a, it was an interesting question. I was just thinking about it whether whether uh, the relationship dynamic has become stronger or weaker in the last twenty years, and I don't really know the answer to that. But but what I can say is that there's a lot of people. I mean, all of us have been in the industry for ten, fifteen, twenty. Bobby, you. How many years? Oh, oh, I won't go there. But, uh, um, <laughs> but, but I, I, a lot of like a typical refrain in this industry is it's closed-minded and people don't share and that people aren't friendly. And you know what? I I don't know if I've ever really seen that. I think that's just what people are trained to say. And when I I've been going to the PPA Expo, I think for the last eleven years, and every time I've gone, people are having a great time and distributors are connecting with one another suppliers are connecting with one another and and it it's sort of into that into that um into that environment that I saw common skew as having um a fighting chance and selfishly I can say that common skew was really designed at the beginning to 
cater to right sleeves needs, to cater to the way that we wanted to interact with the supply chain. But we felt that it was just going to be so much more powerful and so much more interesting if you had the Robins and the, and the brand fuels and so on and so forth on the platform as well so that everyone could then go and really foster stronger relationships. So yeah, You're kind of per, you're perpetuating, perpetuating what's happening at the shows. Uh, 20 years ago, I'm sure you went to the show primarily, primarily to see product, and you do that now. I think the distinction is, I don't know about you guys, but it seems as if I go to shows anymore to connect with people more so than product because you can see the brand new products that are released. You can go to websites uh, and, yeah. and check those out. So you're perpetuating the conversation uh, and just carrying it further um, through Common Skew. So, Mark, we have about five to ten minutes left. It's, I'm surprised it's gone by so quick. Um, is there anything else about Common Skew um, per se that you wanted to mention? Uh, well, first of all, thank you guys for for having a discussion about this. I think that it's uh, you know it, it, it is it is kind of weird to be talking about it on the on the podcast, but it's a certainly humbling experience chatting with you guys about it. Well, Mark, if um, I may, what people will forget, we did a Tech Meets promo uh, series last last year, and you declined. You were not in it because you've been so. Uh, worried about people misconstruing um, being involved with Promo Kitchen and you promoting uh, Comiskey. So kudos to you. So this is a long time in coming, but go ahead, I'll let you finish. Um, I, 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 I mean, before we get to the most exciting part of the conversation, which is the 10 questions, uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think the, the only thing that I would say from a, if, if people are listening to this and going, okay, well, where can I learn more and what are the next steps with an application like Comiskey, I'll, I'll give you the 30 seconds on it. Um, all the information can be found at commonskew.com. Right. Um, there are three components to the platform. Uh, the first uh, component to the platform is the free social. Uh, uh, the uh, sorry, the free social network, which allows you to go in, create your own uh, profile, and then create your own company network and that's completely free and you can then run and communicate and collaborate within your own company completely free of charge uh, and then of course you connect with suppliers and distributors like the ones we were just talking about no cost whatsoever um, there is a fee if people are interested in using common skew as a CRM platform uh, or as a full-blown business management platform uh, the CRM platform, you can upgrade to that for $50 per user per month. And then there's an order management suite, which is the entire end-to-end uh, -end business management platform. And that's $99 per user per month. It's, it's done as a software as a service model and everything is completely in the cloud. So that's it. Um, but definitely, if you're interested, we'd love to have you on the platform and get started completely free of charge at commonskew.com. That's cool. And so obviously, to clarify, you can get on right now, no commitment. You can get into the social uh, media aspect and start connecting with distributors now. Absolutely. And, and you're suppliers, some, right. right. Absolutely. So this is for suppliers and for distributors. And if you're a distributor that's running uh, an order management platform that you're happy with and no intention of switching, uh, the social network might be the perfect thing for you and you could be on it for the rest of your life completely free of charge. That's cool. Danny, do you have any other questions before we get into the 10 questions? Uh, <laughs> no, I am, uh, I'm really about to get on this flight. I'm leaving Orlando. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you boys in Vegas and have a little pro kitchen fun. And uh, Mark, congratulations to you and Catherine and everybody at Right Sleeve and Common Skew for pulling off something that uh, I think the industry does need. And, um, and, and you fill an incredible gap for our company. And I would encourage people to check it out as well. Just 
um, you know, this unpaid solicitation or whatever, uh, uh, for because it has been so helpful for our company. And uh, I love the vision that you all have and the fact that you are distributors. And at first we were like, well, they're distributors. Is that going to be a bad thing or a good thing? It is a great thing. You yeah. guys are where the rubber meets the road. So thank you. Awesome. Well, Dan, and, Dan. and likewise to you, Danny. Have, have a safe flight. And uh, safe it's, been a, it's been a real, a real honor uh, working with you, buddy. Yep. Right on. Ditto See that. you guys soon. See you, man. Okay. Bye-bye. So, Mark, uh, let's get into the 10 questions. Um, this has become one of my favorite things that we do uh, on Promo Kitchen because it gets, gets to where we can meet people. Uh, number one, first question, what is your favorite word? Amazing. Amazing. You Amazing. I say, it, I say it like, I don't know, 100 times a day. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> number two, room, desk, and car, which do you clean first? <sighs> desk. Okay. Clear mind, right? Number three, favorite animated film. Uh, favorite animated film is Toy Story. Such a landmark film, and really changed how animated pictures were done uh, since since it came out. Yeah. Favorite beverage? Guinness. Ah, of course. Uh, first Mars, <laughs> first Mars visit. You can only take the complete works of one artist and author with you. Who are they? Uh, so one artist and one author. I would I would take the entire collection of uh, uh, the, the the works of Radiohead to listen to, okay. and then if I was to take a, an author, uh, it would be the complete works of Roald Dahl. Oh, really? That's interesting. Uh, I hear I know you so well, and I had no idea. That's impressive. You know, I I I don't know if we're allowed to really uh, get into it, but the reason I say. Roald Dahl is that as a father to three kids, uh, three young kids, I of course have read a ton of his books to my to my two boys and my, my daughter. She's a bit on the young side; she's three and a half, so she may be a little young. Um, but I just love his imagination. I should say his twisted imagination yeah. in those stories. Yeah. But then, a lot of people don't know that he wrote some incredibly funny. Uh, books for adults as well, like My Uncle Oswald, uh, just so funny. And uh, he was just such a brilliant, uh, multi-dimensional character. That's cool. Uh, and uh, Radiohead, is it that that European uh, trash techno pop band, or who? Who? Um... <laughs> no, I. Uh, they. Uh, they. Um, they're the ones with the banjos. Uh, <laughs> and when they go on stage, a couple cows in the back. You know, it's like yeah, partner. Yeah. Okay. That one, I deserve that one. Uh, okay. What excites you about our industry? Uh, infinite options. So much. Just infinite options. Infinite creativity. Cool. What deflate? You know. I, by the way, to add to that, um, I have heard somebody say how much they enjoy the fact that you still love products so much. That you really, you really dig it. Uh, no, uh, number um, seven. What deflates you about our industry? Infinite products. <laughs> you can't get excited about that many products, right? Uh, you, you, you know, I, you're right. I am a product geek, and I suppose that's what I, I why I first got into the industry. But um, I, I, I just get overwhelmed by how many things there are and i think the serious answer is that i i get deflated by how much of the infinite options out there yeah. are really poor quality and give the industry a bad name yeah um yeah. so that that good that point. that concerns me good point what profession other than our own would you like to attempt 
Uh, call a professor. Uh, you'd be good at that. You got the glasses for it, man. <laughs> what profession would you uh, not like to do? Uh, ranch hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for our listeners' sake, I literally have a cattle prod in the corner of my office, and uh, that's why Mark Mark is giving me a hard time. Not naturally, just the oaky thing, but okay. Uh, okay, serious answer. Politician. I would be a terrible politician. Okay. okay. Uh, number 10, last question. Favorite app software at the moment? Common Skew. Come on. <laughs> Other than Common Skew. I know. It's so obnoxious. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so I'm, I'm, my answer is a tie between two non-business applications. Uh, number one is Instagram. I think it's such an incredible application. I'm a big photography guy, and I just love how it's completely elevated the art of photography yeah. and changed it. Um, so it's just such a beautifully simple application, very inspired by that. And um, I love the, uh, the music app called Ardio, which is the, uh, maybe the, the ugly stepsister to <laughs> Spotify. But since Spotify is not available in Canada, right. um, Ardio is available. And it's not ugly at all. It's actually a beautiful no, user beautiful interface. UI. And, yeah. and uh, just, just, just a wonderful application. I just love how it's made music social and um, readily accessible, and it's just a, a wonderful application. That's cool. It is cool. It really is. Well, Mark, man, this has been fun. Nice to um, – and we didn't grill you too too bad. That wasn't bad. Uh, thanks for uh, doing this. And, and uh, uh, any final words before we close? Uh, just to thank you, Bobby. I mean, I, I said it at the beginning that we um, – we, 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 we chatted about this three years ago, and I remember walking away and thinking, "Man, maybe that guy's onto something." And and I wanted so, in all seriousness, I wanted to thank you for being uh, an early supporter, an early friend, and and someone uh, who has um, has has always been there uh, through thick and thin. And uh, really, really appreciate all your honesty and all your support. So there you go. I don't want people to cry or anything, but. <laughs> You're, well, you're, 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 you've been a phenomenal uh, collaborator and friend, funny. so thank you. I, I have, I've been proud to contribute my 2% uh, inspiration to your 98% uh, perspiration. So, uh, Don't worry, but whatever I'm going to get you in Vegas. I'm <laughs> yeah. get you. All right, man. All right, looking forward to it. Hey, thanks, Mark. Good stuff. And we'll, yeah, safe uh, travels. Yeah, to, catch uh, up. Catch up in a week. See you in a week. Yeah. And uh, cool, thanks, man. Promo Kitchen listeners. We appreciate you guys. If you have a comment, feel free to email us at info.promokitchen.com or we'd love for you to go on the iTunes app or wherever you listen and make a comment. Let us know how we can make it better. Give us some uh, interview ideas. Uh, but we're looking forward to a great year on the well, Promo Kitchen podcast uh, this year. We certainly ended it well last year. So Mark and I have got some things up our sleeve for this year. So stay tuned. Mark, buddy, I'll see you in uh, about a week. You got it, my friend. All right. Take care.